This is our last class on this series, and hope that you've enjoyed it and hope that it's been a help to you. Amen. I'm sure it has been. Same time you study the Word of God and look into the Word of God. Amen. It helps us. Amen. Today we're going to be talking about how to avoid temptation. Amen. How to avoid it. Well, I don't think that we can uh, necessarily avoid it altogether. Amen. You can't just, because temptations are going to come, trials are going to come, tribulations are going to come, but there are a few things that the Word of God gives to us that helps us to understand what we can do to avoid it to the best of our ability. Amen. Matthew chapter number 26 and verse number 41. It says, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So he tells us here right off the bat that we should watch and pray. Now, we've already talked a little bit about this, folks, but the, the most powerful thing that you can do is develop a prayer life. Brother Herring talked about it Sunday night, and there's power in prayer. And just to uh, let me throw this out this for what it's worth, you're not going to make it if you don't pray. All right? You have to have a prayer life. Amen? So establish a prayer life. And it starts with just the first step, praying, amen? But it's so powerful, and Matthew's telling us here that Jesus is telling his disciples, this is at the end of his ministry, where he's telling them, you need to watch and you need to pray, that you enter not into temptation. So he knows that the Spirit is willing, right? The Spirit wants to do the right thing, but the flesh is what gets in the way, Amen? So everybody pinch yourself. Amen. Y'all here tonight? Pinch yourself. Make sure you're still alive. If you felt any pain in that, that means the flesh is still alive. Amen. The flesh is still alive. And the flesh is weak. It's what is going to give us this trouble. And that's why you have to pray. And I'm thinking about prayer and this thought keeps going across in my mind that the prayer actually is the answer. When you pray, that is the answer. You may pray for a specific thing, okay? But when you pray, you are actually receiving your answer when you pray. I don't know if that makes sense or what I'm trying to get across is just simply the fact that you are praying. Your prayer that you are praying may never be answered, but prayer, the prayer that you're praying is the answer because God blesses that. God moves in that. And remember, our thoughts are not His thoughts, our ways are not His ways, but when we pray, when you pray and you're getting in touch with God every day and you're being in tune with Him every day, that's bringing this flesh down, amen, and helping you to walk in the Spirit. The Spirit's willing, the Spirit's desiring to do the right thing, but we live in the flesh, right? And so we have to overcome this old flesh. If you don't pray, you don't stay. If you don't fast, you won't last. Remember that old saying? Amen. And the, the old child 
songs, read your Bible, and pray every day, and you will grow, grow, grow. Amen? And it's not complex. It's not difficult. Read your Bible, pray every day, and you're going to grow. Amen? Allow the Spirit to override this old flesh because the flesh is weak. So we had to bring it down. And that's why uh, Brother Herring was talking about the morning time's a good time to pray because that's the start of your day, right? You're just getting into your day. It's the first thing that you're doing in the morning, all right? 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 12. Here's another scripture that helps us to understand how we can avoid this temptation that's going to come our way. Come our way. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth Take heed, lest he fall. Amen. So we have to, here's another key in coming to the Lord. We have to come with humility. Amen. And uh, we don't like to be humble. The flesh doesn't want to be humble. The flesh is proud. The flesh says, you're not going to tell me what to do. The flesh says, I'm my own God. Right. I'm going to do what I want to do, whatever feels good. And I can remember before I was in church and was running with a rough crowd, but our motto was, we'll do what we want to do. We don't care what anybody else says. That was kind of our motto. We're going to do whatever we want to do. Well, I thank the Lord that he got a hold of me, amen, before it was too late, because that's a road of destruction, amen. But I've noticed that even though I'm in the church, still fight that, right? This old flesh, you know, we, that's, that's the original sin of Lucifer was pride. That is the great sin, is pride. And so instilled within each and every one of us is this pride. And that's what keeps us from a lot of things, is our pride. We don't want to be embarrassed, so we don't do certain things. And we don't want to, we're not going to be told what to do because we have this pride within us. And uh, this pride factor has to be brought down when we come before the Lord. And that's what really about coming to the Lord's all about, right? Is humility. It's surrendering. That's why we lift up our hands, you know. The gunman comes in the bank, says, get your hands up. Everybody lifts their hands up, right? You're surrendering to that. I know most of you are packing, and so you pull out your gun too now. But I'm talking about before we did all that nonsense, amen. <laughs> you lift up your hands and because you're surrendering. And so we have to surrender to God. He's saying, uh, when you come before, take heed if you think you stand. Th take heed if you think you're somebody. You know, if you think of it on the scheme of things, how small the earth is in comparison with the universe. We're just this little dot in the whole universe. And think of how we are as individuals in comparison with the earth and the, what, seven billion people. We're just a little dot. Amen. But even through all of that, God cares for each and every one of us. But the fact of the matter is, is in ourselves, we're nothing. We are nothing. We need God. And the sooner we can come to that conclusion and the more able that we're able to surrender to him, to give our hearts, give our lives to him. And it's a constant battle. We have to do it every day. It's not a one-time thing. Amen. It's surrendering because when we think that we're doing good, you think that you stand. He's saying, take heed. Be careful. 
If you think you're doing good, amen, take heed lest you fall, amen. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15, see then, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. So circumspectly means diligence. If you look it up in the Greek, it means exact, amen. It means that you're exact, it means that you're living to the best of your ability. When Paul was presenting his case and he's saying, you know, I was a Pharisee of the strictest sense. It's the same word in the Greek that's used here circumspectly. The fact that he, what he was saying was, I, I was into it. I did what it was supposed to do. Amen? In other words, live wholeheartedly for the Lord. Walk circumspectly. Walk diligently. If you're going to be in this, you might as well get in it. Amen? Don't be on the outskirts. Don't just come in and try to gleam off of the, the surroundings or the edges. Amen? Get all the way into the church. Get all the way in. Hallelujah. Live for God with all of your heart. Because if not, you're foolish. He said, don't be as fools. Amen? But be wise. Exactly. With diligence. Amen? So Ephesians is telling us here that's how we need to walk and not as fools. 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 13. Here again he uses the watch. Watch ye, stand fast in the faith, faith, quit you like men, which actually means act like a man, be strong. So he's telling you to watch. And so this is interesting, you know, watch and pray, right? In other words, you got to be aware of your surroundings. Watch. Be diligent. This is a warfare. The devil's after you. Amen? This is a warfare. So you've got to watch. You've got to be alert. Uh, I think it was Sheriff Ivy when he gave his presentation. Uh, it's been a while ago, but he, they said they talk about it being a, uh, a whiteout, I think is what he called it. And that's where people are always coming out of stores or banks or restaurants with their heads down. So they're looking at their phone. They're oblivious to their surroundings. That's in the natural. And he's saying that's very dangerous. If you're not being aware of your surroundings, that's where most crime happens just simply by people not being aware of what's around them. And so that's in the natural, though. In the spiritual, think about it. If we're not aware of what's happening, to be in tune with the Lord, that's why prayer is so important. And you know when something happens, that's not a God. That's not a God. I need to stay away from that. I need to avoid that. Amen. I need to not go that direction. Amen. And so those are the things that he's saying when you watch. Watch. Be diligent. Be aware of your surroundings. And, and this just seems like elementary, doesn't it? I mean, it's, it's not difficult, but it's so important because we get lazy in this old flesh. We fall asleep. because Why? Because we think we're doing okay. He said, take heed. We need to get up every day and say, oh, God, I can't, I can't do this day without you. I need you. Amen. When we have the altar call, altar call, I always want to be the first one to the altar. Amen? Because I need God. Amen? And this, just to me, this is a representation of 
coming into the presence of the Lord or acting upon whatever the word that was preached forth. And so I want to be one of the first ones. I've always, I've always had that desire. It's just wanting to be in tune with the word of God. It's not easy even to come into church. I mean, you could be here right now not paying a lick attention to what I'm saying. <laughs> you could be on your phone right now or your iPad. I'm looking to see who's got their heads down. And some people are starting to squirm a little bit. And, but, I mean, that's, we, and even at that, our minds can be a million miles away, right? We can be, we, that's what prayer does. It, it brings us into focus. It brings us back into tune with God. That's what watching does, being aware. And it's just like, uh, it's a warfare. And I've never been in the uh, services or never had to be in a war, physical war, thank the Lord. But I, you can imagine that if you're in battle, you know, you got to be paying attention, right? You got to know what's going on. You got to know what's going on because your life depends on it. And how much more important do we need to know what's going on around us? Watch. Stand fast in the face. In the faith. Act like a man. All right? Now, all the ladies, that just means be strong. All right? And all you men need to act like a man. Amen? To be strong. 1 Peter 5, verse 6 through 11. Humble yourselves, therefore. There's that word again, humbling ourselves. So important for us to come humbly before the Lord. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. The flesh wants to be exalted, right? We want to be recognized. We want to be, uh, you know, we want some recognition for this old flesh. And he says, but if you humble yourself in due time, he's going to lift you up. Amen? And it may not be till we get to heaven, but oh boy, we're going to be lifted up sometime. Amen? Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Now we, a lot of times we, you know, we, think, we read this and we think, okay, bring my, my needs before the Lord. As far as my physical needs, I need some money for this, or I need a new car, or I need this, I need that. But casting all of our care, our anxieties upon him can also be the temptations of the flesh. Amen? And he, I think I said this last, last week, but he wants us to bring everything to him. And I believe he wants us to be honest with him. He knows anyway, right? He knows our heart. And sometimes we get down and pray foolish prayers, vain, repetitious of words is what he calls it. He just wants us to be real. Say, oh God, I, you know I'm struggling in this area. I need your help. And you know I didn't do very good yesterday. And you know, I'm sorry for that. I'm really trying to do better. And God, I, I need your help. And I believe that he really uh, is moved. I know in my own prayer life, I feel that he responds to that. But when we just try to hide it and overlook it that's 